All right. What up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. Raj, your, your voice sounds so good. It does sound so good. Partly because I'm using a new microphone, partly because the LA Lakers made some big splashes that have got me super excited. I'm waiting for Pete's smirk. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is now, like, it almost sets them up to fail because they, they're so much better than last year. Yeah. And like, I'm almost like afraid of how good they got. Um, I was upset they were going to lose Dwight Howard because he surprisingly played really well. And what do they go do? They freaking bring in um, both Marcus Gasol and Harold, the six man year, the um, six man of the year last year. Yeah. And it's just like unbelievable. They've kept the pieces they needed. I like KCP down the stretch. He played well. Anthony Davis hasn't re-signed, but all indications are that they will. The one piece I didn't want to lose was Rajon Rondo. He played clutch. And I don't know, Dennis Schroeder might fill that gap. He doesn't bring the leadership that Rondo brought, but um, he kind of plays same style. The one thing that I'll ask you, though, is why do you need Rondo's leadership when you got LeBron, you got AD, you got Gasol? AD and LeBron, and this goes for playoffs, right? Regular season, more players play. But when the playoffs... You go from a team that has 15 players to really a team that has seven players. You basically play seven to eight core players down the stretch in the playoffs. Rondo was one of those eight and Rondo comes in when LeBron and AD need to need to take a breath. And so that's when teams go in lulls, right? That's when teams can't generate offense and the other team comes back. Rondo maintained leads. Rondo maintained that, momentary break where you needed the team to at least sustain itself until LeBron and AD would come back. That's how you build a great roster. It's not the few stars. It's also the bench that's going to keep you alive. Rondo's yeah. a floor general, like point guard. Like that's what he is. The floor general point guard. He's not like a whatever point guard. Like he's telling people where to go and shit. He's telling LeBron where to go sometimes. So yeah, I'm happy he's getting paid. Yeah. I'm happy he didn't go to the Clippers because initially there were reports that uh, the Clippers may pick him up. So I'm at least thankful for that. But he's going to be a great – like Trey Young is going to learn a lot from him. Yeah. He goes to Atlanta. 100%, man. That was a, Can we talk about some of these big splashes? I think we should, man. There's should we, Let's do signings first, I guess. Let's do that real quick. So a couple people, I think the easy way to knock this out is a couple people are returning to where they were, right? So Fred Van Fleet got big money going back to Toronto. Deservingly so. so. He he was supposed to get the bag. He played great this year. I wouldn't have signed him to that. 85 mil is what I'm seeing on my screen. That's a lot of money for a guy who I just think is okay. He got four-year 85 mil. It's not the super max, though. It's not a max anymore. That's not a max anymore. 30 million to 40 million is a max. That's like a mid-level like star contract now, which is what he is, right? Like he's like I mean, that's what like Gordon Hayward got the four-year one twenty. Yeah. So yeah. if you look in comparison to that, this is yeah, fantastic. The, day, the eighty-five used to be insane, but that's nothing now. Like that max contract is the one twenty. Yeah, that's actually like that's kind of like a deal for what's it called um, for Toronto. He could probably went out there and demanded more from a shittier team that would have just overpaid for him. I think, like Charlotte. The crazy thing is this ends the chapter of Gordon Hayward, that signing when he first joined the Celtics. It was such a big splash move. He got a second and, big splash. Huh? He got a second big splash. Contract. Yeah, yeah. Yo, MJ is the worst at negotiating contracts. He has to be like the best basketball player, but the worst at negotiating contracts. Like, 
What? Why? Dude, I don't like him as an exec. He's terrible. He needs to hire a GM. He needs to hire a GM at this point. He, he should not be the GM making these signings and stuff like this. Because, like, what is the what? What are you hoping to get? It doesn't translate as often um, as we would expect it, right? Someone who's good at a sport as an athlete trying to do the business side or the management side. Um, Michael Jordan is not the only example, but yeah, he's um, further solidifying that he might not be good at this. I mean, we're going to see with the draft selection, right? The NBA draft was also last week in addition to free agency, and they were the team at the third overall pick to take LaMelo. And, I mean, um, they are in the position where they are going to take who they got, right? Like, they're now, yeah, they, even if he's a boss. There's only three real players, and whoever came out last was the one that they were going to take. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They, so it was kind of done for them. Problem. That was it. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see how well they did. Joe Harris, another guy that went back to his team, Brooklyn Nets, 75 mil. Um, Goran Dragic, two-year, 37.4 mil. So a couple of big pieces. The local team here, if you guys saw Bertans resigned, and I'm, they paid him I'm, handsomely. I'm surprised he came back. I'll be honest with you. I'm very surprised. Yeah, talk about, uh, man. So all of these contracts sound great, but then when you really think about it, the two young guys, man, Tatum and Donovan Mitchell, 195, five years. That's just insane. Mm-hmm. Well worth it. I mean, both deserve it. It's just it's, – it's so funny in my eyes to see, like, obviously as we've grown up with this era of basketball, they've restructured, you know, the contracts and uh, with the NBA where guys, you know, Matt, like Kobe, Max was getting 24 mil a year, right, 23, 24 mm-hmm. towards the end of his career. And now we're seeing these five-year 195s. Like, it's, it's unbelievable how much money these guys are making. Yeah, it really is. It just makes you scratch your head when you have an everyday job like we do. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't think about it like that. It'll just make you sad. That's why we're here, Rosh. Yeah. <laughs> He's got breaking news right now. If you have your phones in front of you, another signing. Marcus. To Marcus Cousins going to the Houston Rockets to play with either Harden, Westbrook, or neither of them. Because at the moment, <laughs> all of that is up in the air on what's going to happen with the Rockets. But um, that's a good piece. I like DeMarcus Cousins. I was excited when he was on the Lakers early on, yeah. and they released him because of his injury, and I didn't know at any point if they bring him back, but he should be ready to go, hopefully. I mean, I Westbrook's out. Like we, we we're, Everyone's expecting Westbrook to be gone, right? It's just a matter of time. Is it? I, I don't know if that's completely – I mean, like they were closing in on OKC for him to come back to OKC, I heard. But I don't know if that's real. That might have been a fake post on Instagram. And well, I, I heard the rumors of him being possibly traded with John Wall here for Washington. That got shut down, though. That got shut down pretty immediately afterwards. That was yeah. Like, you're trading for the same player, pretty much. Yeah. What they do. Let's do something. There's way too many signings to cover all of them. Let's okay. each pick our most – either we think it's a surprise signing or the biggest splash signing. Um Any team you want, any player you want. It could be even a re-sign. Uh, Pritesh already mentioned Tatum and Mitchell doing the big money Supermax contracts. It could be one of those. But let's all pick one big signing. We think either it's going to be a big splash signing or it's going to have the biggest impact. JK, you got one ready to go? Well, I don't know if it's going to be the biggest impact or anything like that. But the most surprising one for me Mm -hmm. was Harold to the Lakers. So for me, that was the one that was like, okay, like you got all this Clippers, Lakers hatred right now. You know, like you got the lake, the clips that are like the biggest trolls. They didn't even make it to the finals. And 
then you just have their guy that like they were expecting to resign and he just up and leaves and goes to the Lakers and like, all right, I'm going to win a championship. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a huge one, man. Like that's a good one. Saw Pat, Pat about Beverly, was like, what? Like, yeah. yeah. We're talking about the Lakers and we're like, what are they going to do? Like, sure. You, you can get the Marcus Sauls or whatever. Like that's immediate impact. But long-term wise, we don't have anything. Right. Yeah. But when I saw the Montrez Herald, I was like, oh shit. Okay. They're actually pursuing someone in their prime six former six player of the year and young exactly what we need um i think that was one of the big splashes beyond you know contract sizes but that was that was huge yeah that's probably the best one to pick honestly now that i think about it it's a two-year deal uh montrez is 26 so you'll have him here for the next few years of his prime um it's funny because both i would have assumed he would have gone back to the clippers and i there were rumors marcus Gasol was going to go to the clippers so instead of the Clippers getting both or even one, they got none of them. And not only that, they both went to the Lakers, like a huge swing. I, I would say overall, the biggest shock factor is the Lakers pulled the right moves and the Clippers didn't do shit. Like, no, that's not true. I, I mean, like, compared to what I expected. Like, you know, every time you go into this, the Lakers just don't do anything. They end up signing whatever's left over, basically, is what they always end up picking from. I think the Ibaka move was a good move, a good replacement. The Ibaka move was a must-have move. But it was for a cheap move, not tied up for a long time, and he's going to do pretty much what um, Montrose Harrell does. Pretty much the same. Well, here's the difference in that. Huh. Harrell's younger and he's better. At yeah, they're not looking long-term, and he's not that much better, in my opinion. He's not that much better. Offensively, I would say Serge Ibaka is better offensively. And, and it's the same money. Two-year, 19 mil, both of them. Oh, the, the, I thought, I thought Harold got pay, paid way more than 19 mil. What I'm seeing is both of them two-year, 19 mil. I think that was a good signing, though. Ibaka, I mean, they played together, right, in Toronto when they won. Ka Kawhi and Serge. They also brought Marcus Morris back, right, one of the twin brothers. Yeah. He played really good for the Clippers. Four years, 64 million. They wanted Mark Keith, the one that was playing for the Lakers last year. If they got both of them, that would have been huge. Yeah, so Markeith is back as well. He's just tweeting, like, back for another year, run it back. Yeah, that was big-time move by Lakers. I, I think so far J.K. has got the best answer. What you got, Gogia? Biggest splash or impact move? I think this isn't the biggest splash, but what I find interesting at least is Bogdan Bogdanovich, right? Mm -hmm. He agreed to go to Air, um, Atlanta. They can match. The Kings can still match. But if he goes to Atlanta, can you imagine him? Trey, Trey Young going there. Who did they drop? They dropped. Gal they also got Gallinari, dude. He can. They shoot. got Gallinari too. There's you have to close out on three dudes. And well, they're talking about Rajon Rondo too. Well, he's not the shooter that Trey. Well, is the guy that can facilitate to all those guys. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, and that's like, how are you going to close out? Whoever is going to be their starting center, whether it be Clint Capella or. Who did they – they got somebody and I forgot who they got in the draft off the top of my head. Like, whoever their center is there is about to do work because they have – you have to close out on every shooter at this point. So, I don't think it's the best signing, but I think this makes Arizona – not Arizona. I keep saying Arizona. Atlanta, a playoff team. I, I think they're, like, a playoff team for sure at this point. Um, and I think they're just a piece away at this point. They need to – a piece away from being a perennial playoff team, not a borderline one. I'll admit that I don't watch that much Sacramento Kings basketball. No one does. I only know of this guy by name. And, like, if you know him by name, then that's an indication that he's at least good enough, right? Like, if – Fox. Say again? 
Aaron Fox. <laughs> yeah, right. So he's a 28 year old. Um, he's a shooting guard. Four years, 72 million seems to indicate he's he's got value in this league. Say again. He's a scorer, man. He's gonna with Trey. It just opens it all up for him. That's what's yeah. gonna make Trey so so lethal. That that that's just a that can be a, a really. It's like it can be the cheap version of Stephen Clay. The cheap version where you're not gonna get all the features, but mm-hmm. you know you'll you'll get some of it. You'll get some of it. It's funny that you picked that because he was involved in the first trade that was that even started off free agency, right? Did you guys hear about all that drama that went down? He was in the trade with the Bucks and the Kings, where like he was going to go play with Giannis, and like that whole thing ended up falling through. Yeah. The only thing other thing I'll say is that I'm happy Bertans is coming back. I mean, for under twenty million a year too, I think full cheap. I think he could have made more money out there. Um, I mean, it just helped. To make us an eight seed, let's go. Yeah, a seed, <laughs> one and done. Can't wait, can't wait. Wizards also got Robin Lopez. Uh, he he took them to the bank and made them look like a fool for how much they, how much he squandered them for. Hey, listen, I said this in some group chat somewhere. I don't remember where, but I said if John Wall can make Gortat look like he knows how to play basketball, Robin Lopez is a huge upgrade than Marson Gortat. Okay. So, eh, whatever. Not a great move, but it is what it is. Wizards are the best at just staying right there mediocre. They don't want to get too low. They don't want to get too high. They, they know that if they made the playoffs, and obviously we could go see games, people show up to the to the playoff game. They might not show up all year, but they'll show up to the playoff game if it's just that first round. That's it. That's what this area is about. Pete, um, biggest splash move. So I think we covered all the ones that were the main ones, but uh, I think one that's kind of huge that doesn't seem like it is I think Goran Dragic going back with the Heat uh, yeah. before he got hurt, right? He was leading, he was leading the team in scoring. Uh, he was a big intricate piece of their uh, getting as far as they did, and when they went down, obviously you can see the struggles. Other guys were trying to step up, but uh, that's huge for him to be back there. Uh, I think they'll make another push this year again, um, but I think that was that was a significant one. They definitely needed him back. And they got um, Avery Bradley on top of that, which is, I think, a that's what they needed. That's like that next guard that you need to, like, come up off the bench and, like, play defense and get a little bit of scoring going for you. Like, a, a veteran, like, like backup pretty much is what they needed, I feel like. Yeah, I was just about to say, um, getting Drogic back is huge, but Avery Bradley, who I desperately wanted the Lakers to get back, um, ends up going there, too, and... He's not getting paid anything crazy. I just had it in front of me and I lost it. Two, two million, one point, uh, two years, eleven point six million. Yeah. I was thinking about the same thing, Arash, and I was, uh, I was like, I, I liked Avery Bradley, but then as you know, they went down the stretch. He didn't come to the bubble, any of that, and they're like, you know, they had to be thinking in the back of their mind, like, all right, maybe we cut this guy, we can bring in someone else, do whatever. We clearly didn't need it at that moment to win. So. You may not need him. So this again comes down to the conversation of. You want that stretch in the bench, right? Yeah, a lot of these guys get you to the playoffs, right? They get you that one seed because in, in an 82-game season, and maybe it's a shortened season this year, right? But, like, LeBron and AD and your top five are not playing every minute. You need guys to win you games throughout the season and get you to that one seed. And if they if he came to the bubble, he would have been one of those guys playing. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that is a bit of a hit. But, yeah, the Heat getting stronger with those two. I mean, what do we sign? Uh, Wesley Matthews, right? We're like, all right, we lose one guy, let's pick up another guy. So 
Uh, yeah, I haven't seen much of Wesley Matthews' game, but I'm hoping, again, another notable name that you've always heard whispered around the league. So hopefully he's good enough. Um, I'm going to go with Jeremy Grant. If you guys remember when the yeah. Nuggets were giving the Lakers such a hard time in the playoffs, mm-hmm. obviously it was because of their top two stars, but Jeremy Grant also was playing solid. He got a three-year, $60 million deal from the Pistons. You know what the Nuggets offered him? The same deal, three years, $60 million. So he had the choice to go back to the Nuggets and that team was looking awesome and almost like was competing with the Lakers or you'd leave and you start over with the Nuggets. And I was surprised he did that, but he wants to have more of an offensive role. Uh, He's hitting his prime right now. And so that was a surprising move by me. Whether he's a big splash is yet to be seen, but he looked like a great player. And for him to go to Detroit and not run it back with a strong team, I thought was a big, it makes the Nuggets worse. That tells me that he, like you said, he just wants to be more of a person that's going to have a role with the team. Mm -hmm. You're not going to break the superstars on the Nuggets. You're not going to be, to be honest, at best, he's going to be the fourth guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think offensively, he probably was their fourth option and he was like spitting, splitting time with Paul Millsap and he didn't want to do that anymore. Um, so that, that hurts the Nuggets in the West, who was the two seed last year, um, better than the Clippers. Um, so I thought that was interesting. But yeah, it was fun, man. Like, I think every year, free agency and the draft is fun. And this year was no exception. A lot of big names. What's surprising is Anthony Davis hasn't re-signed, and Brandon Ingram hasn't re-signed either. So, yeah, that's true. But they will. I mean, they will. Like, AD's not going to go anywhere. The fact that it's taking this long means they're probably resigning, but they're ironing out the contract, I feel like, more than anything. You're gonna... AD, yeah. What about Brandon Ingram? I haven't heard anything about that. I feel like it's the same situation. I imagine it's like... He's a restricted free agent, right? So, Yeah, because they got they got the contract from the Lakers. And, and that keeps right. No news is good news for them, right? There's, he's not making a splash with any other teams, trades, anything like that. They're probably just working out all out in-house, and he'll probably sign. You want to hear what's crazy? How many years would you guess Brandon Ingram has been in the league? Six, four, five, six. He's off his draft. It's a five-year draft, five-year rookie deal. So how old is he? Uh, 26. He's 23 years old. So he's like 20. Oh, he came out when he was 19 or whatever. So young. He only played one year at Duke. Yeah. Yeah. So young. Damn. Damn, uh, that's no, I was gonna say. Um, obviously, we got all these splash splashes. Oh, also, the reason Grant left is they drafted RJ Hampton. On top of that, RJ Hampton was like this huge, like he was scouted yeah. for a long time and then just fell. So totally blanked on that. I was like looking at the draft. And I was like, they drafted somebody. So I mean, that makes sense. He has he has a uh I see like. Let me let me ask you guys something. Yeah, ask away. So far this off season, who do you think got better? Washington Wizards. No, no, no. Who got more better? The Hornets? No. With signing or getting mellow and signing Gordon Hayward. Oh. They're the least better team in the, in the league. But oh, I, like more. I mean, if you put them against the Wizards, it could be like they won. <laughs> okay. Or, or the actual one that I was going to go with was the Hawks. Like, I, I feel I, like the Hawks I, would be a playoff team. Yeah, I think the Hawks. The Hawks had a good foundation to start. The the Hornets didn't. Like, yeah. like what's his name? Um, Devontae Graham is good, but he can't do it by himself. He's not as elite of a scorer as as Trey, and that makes it more. You need more done for him. 
Yeah. You're helping me even more. So yeah. Um, yeah. You know who got worse, unfortunately. That's what I was gonna lead to was the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, well, the Warriors lost Clay, right? Yeah. That was heartbreaking. That was, a, that was a huge splash on the on the draft night, right, right before it, that uh, torn Achilles, which. I don't know if you guys saw, but it was like Stephen A. Smith basically was saying, he's like, you've got to have both. You can't have one or the other to make a run in the league. Um, they're one of the two best backcourt shooting we've ever seen in the game. And that was that was just a tough loss for them. Like, he's just coming back from his ACL injury into Terry's Achilles. Like, that sucked for a team. But from a mental perspective of just Clay Thompson, can you imagine doing all this rehab just to be set back another year? It really sucks, man. I feel for him. Yep, that sucked. Um, hey, they made a move and got Kelly Oubre. Try a first-round pick for Kelly Oubre, man. That dude has been dealt for so many first-round picks at this point. Like, trying to wait for him to unlock that, like, potential at this point that he has to show up now. Even if he shows up, right? Like, play, nothing that can replace Clay Thompson, like, what he does. <laughs> so then I will ask this question. Over, under, Steph averages 38 points a game next season last time i did that he broke his hand and it was the worst pick i made in my saying he's, saying he's healthy saying he's healthy like i mean he's not gonna sit out two years under 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 a 38 is a lot dude 38 I know, is insane i mean he's gonna have to do all this scoring doesn't like, matter at 38 is way too much maybe high so he gets it's like 35 36. I give him 32 to be honest. Yeah. I think it's gonna be 37.8. 37.8. That's why I'm taking the under. <laughs> yeah, you know, he is. he's old now. He's not the young chef. He score, he's not that old either. And he can score from like literally half court. He doesn't even have to use any energy. He just go to half court and launch it. Like you're making it sound like he gotta run up and down the court. He doesn't have to play defense. I don't expect that from him. And he can launch it from half court at that point. Do you know, like, what the highest Jordan ever averaged in the season was 37.1, right? <laughs> yeah. Will average 50, whatever. Yeah, but that – all right, get out of here. Don't even compare that to it. Well, hey, look, this is what I say. Will was – was changed the NBA with his height and everything, and Steph changed the NBA with his shot. I'm just saying. Okay, so, Gogia, let me ask you something. In Steph's career, what is his highest average that he's ever had? Probably, like, 28. 30.1. Okay. You're saying he's going to get 37. I was half kidding, but I do think After a season where he's coming back. Back up, back up. The, the amount of shots that go up in the NBA now has gone up every single year, right? Every single year. You're, what's his name? How much did Bradley Beal average this year alone? Does anyone have it in front of them? No. I can yeah. tell you. How many uh, field goal attempts? Is that what you asked? How many? How many? What was his? Um, Shot average, he averaged 30 point, 30 and a half points a game. You're saying Steph can't do 30 and a half on what he was taking. How many field goal attempts? Uh, 23. That's not the only offensive weapon on his team, huh? Like Bradley Beal had those stats because there was no one else on his team this past season. But I'm saying that, like, you lost your next best player. It's not like Draymond is going to take all those shots now. Kelly Oubre is not going to take the amount that Clay is going to take, and Andrew Wiggins sucks. But Even they just they just played this whole past year without uh, Clay. But they also did it without Steph. He broke his hand, remember? Mm, yeah. That's, that's the reason. If Steph had played and didn't average it, then I wouldn't be making this crazy, crazy, like, like, um, sure. Um, 
But anyways, do we want to talk about the trades then? I think there were a few big trades. Kelly Oubre one being one. I Kelly Oubre being one. Do you know which team was involved in the most trades this past week? It must have been like OKC. It has to be OKC. It is OKC. Over under 10. Exactly 10. <laughs> it is exactly 10. That's hilarious. What a trap. 10 trades, man. That's crazy. In the matter of a week. I for, We forgot to mention Milwaukee Bucks did end up getting somebody. Drew Holiday, right? Oh, yes. I, Which is a solid pickup for them. That's a, I mean, they paid a hefty price, I think. They um, gave up some first-round picks in the future, but I think that's a good piece for them to have. But to be honest, like, if you are giving up a lower-end first-round pick, what difference does it make? If you're the Bucks are not going to be a lottery team. They're not. They're flat out just. They're too good with Giannis. Sure. Yeah. Right. The yeah. only time I personally feel like in the NBA, it's not like the NFL where, you know, you can still get a stud in like the end of the first. How often do you get studs in the end of the first in the NBA? You do. It just takes three years to get them there because the NBA, you're, you're coming into the league at 19, not 23. Exactly. So that but, does matter, though. In three years, it does matter if you can get a guy like – remember, Giannis didn't just show up. He was the 15th pick overall, right? And he, didn't, he wasn't good his first two years. He couldn't do anything. He was a lanky dude. But now look at him. You know why, right? Gordon went <laughs> late. Yeah. <laughs> huh? you see, do you see what he said uh, where he was like, even uh, growing up, he's like, if, if all my brothers don't eat, he's like, I don't eat. You see that like in the first couple of years, like he was like, he wasn't, he wasn't really feeding himself or being nutritious like normal. And then that's why he got huge and jacked like in the last few years. Listen, these are the kind of players – you could have a chance at getting late in the first round, early second. I agree with JK's premise, basically, because more times than not, you're going to miss, right? Or there's nothing to even hit on. But there have been some people. You got Gilbert Arenas, Monte Ellis, and in the same sentence as those two, Kyle Kuzma. So, like, there's some potential all-stars in, in the late first round, early second round. But yeah, you for the most part, Raymond is a second round pick. Like I, I get it. You can get guys. Yeah, it's been undrafted people that have made made teams. Mm-hmm. But overall, the value of getting like an all star like player when you already have it, it's more established and you're already a great team. Yeah, it's worth giving up one or two first round picks if they're going to be late first round picks. Oh, they they gave them up. They gave away four. Four first-round picks? Okay. The risk you're taking here in Milwaukee is if, if Giannis doesn't come back and you don't got picks. That's the big risk you're taking right now. That is the risk. That's the only reason. For the player, it's, yeah, if you're just trying to win next year, I agree with you. But now they're taking the risk of Giannis goes to Miami and you're like, fuck, Drew, you got to put 80 a game. You even have a shot. You got to put up 80 a game. <laughs> he goes to the Lakers. Yeah, um, not going to the Lakers. It's not happening. He's coming to – He's coming to D.C. Let's do this. The Lakers very strategically did not sign a super, like a max player, right? Um, normally, a LeBron team would have all three of them capped out on the roster, but we were waiting for Giannis, potentially. Well, that's not until next year. Technically. That's what I'm saying. But if we sign someone today, then we wouldn't have had that option next year. Yeah, for next year's, yeah. Exactly. Not that we'll get him, but I like that the opportunity is there. I want Giannis to not go there. That's it's enticing for him to, if he wants to win, right? It's enticing, but. 
Okay, let's to round this off the NBA segment for today. Yeah. Name the one team after all this free agency, after all this NBA draft that has gotten so much worse. Just like you don't even know how they're going to compete in the NBA. I mean, I don't know how Charlotte can get worse. I honestly don't think yeah. they can get worse. Like, how did they get worse? They had the number three overall pick. They picked the best guy available according to all of you. Like they did, it was up to it wasn't up to them. The Hayward signing is bad. They still have what's the number? No, I, I don't think the Hayward signing was bad. I mean, obviously they paid him more than what he should have gotten. Yeah. Huh? That's problem. That, that, how much they pay him? Dude, you're you're acting like Hayward is just like a garbage ass player. He hasn't been the same after his injury. Like he literally okay. he's garbage. He's not garbage. He's also not an all-star. He got paid at, at an all-star level. Maybe he didn't fit that offensive scheme there in Boston. I guess. I mean. Okay, well, that's your answer. That's fair. I, I, I don't think they're the worst team or they got in the worst. I mean, when you guys you're, say the Wizards, I'm hanging up. If you guys say somehow the Wizards got No, worse. I'm not going to say the Wizards. I think the Wizards are the same team they've been, right? They brought Bertans back and they're paying him a lot more to stay there. And Robin Lopez is fine. It's Robin Lopez. I don't even know who the starter at center was for the I'm Wizards. Fine. Thomas Bryant. Well, Thomas Bryant's still there, and they have the Michigan guy that the Lakers drafted. Um, oh, yeah, Wagner. Wagner, Mo Wagner still there. Actually, both Thomas Bryant and Mo Wagner are draft selections from the Lakers. Oh, um, no, I think the Wizards are the same where they were. Who's your answer, JK? Unpopular opinion. I don't think this is, like, the biggest drop-off. Like, I don't think that they're going to be the biggest drop-off. Mm-hmm. But they will have a drop-off. They're going to go from a high playoff seed to a middle to low playoff seed, in my opinion. Talk to me. It's going to be the Raptors. The Raptors are going to fall. They have let go of Yeah, they only lost two key pieces, really. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they were the same team as they were with Kawhi. They, They made a good push last year. Everyone was like, oh, man, they're still good, blah, blah, blah. I think that's over. I, I think they fall. It's a good point. It's a good point. They, I think their biggest signing is Van Fleet, right? Yeah. They lose Gasol and Ibaka. They bring on Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines, yeah. Phoenix. But, yeah, I don't, actually, that's not a bad uh, suggestion. And they were a playoff team. So that's actually probably the right answer. Pete, who you got? So I was thinking about this from a different perspective of, uh, yeah, again, we're talking about the players, this and that. Um, as I'm looking into it more, the Kings with what they've done in the past week. So with De'Aaron Fox, right, they're offering him that max, the whatever is 165. Mm-hmm. Then they've also got Bogdanovich, which they got hit with the investigation, right? They're being investigated by the NBA. And then he signed the offer sheet with the Hawks. So now they have to either pay him the 18 mil a year or let him go to Atlanta for nothing in return. So I think uh, from a financial perspective, uh, I think the Kings became losers over this past week. Just I don't know if Deer and Fox is worth that amount. And then now they're about to maybe get rid of the 18 mil for nothing because they're not getting anyone in return or they're going to start paying that 18 mil a year as well. Um, And I think that really straps them down. Um, So not from a pickup or a loss perspective, but I think financially they're just going to cap themselves. Yeah, honestly, that's probably a good point. Um, I was expecting them to do more, right? They right, yeah. Kind of just kind of I don't know what they were doing, but they kind of just sat there and let it pass them by. Yeah, because they had like some of their negotiations, but then it just kind of fell apart, and then they were kind of just in the backseat of all these trades going down. So I think, uh, you know, they have the piece they have, but I think they didn't make any good moves, and they've kind of restricted themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah, good point. Gogia, you got a tough, you got a tough two to follow up on. I think the team that did the least that should have done there, there's not gonna be a follow-up because they weren't playing well that is like someone that should have done was the Bulls. They've done nothing. They made no moves. They did it, they made a horrible selection with Patrick Williams. They they could have just traded down out of that and picked somebody else up. I they should have got Danny, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um Zach Levine, Levine is just kind of rotting there at this point. Laurie Markham or whatever is rotting there at this point. Wendell Carter is just rotting there at this point. You need they need to switch it up and they're not doing it at this point. And they're this is a team that's supposed to like be good by now because it all these young players and they've not panned out at this point. Made no runs at anyone in free agency. I, I don't know what they're doing at this point. Uh, I don't yeah, that would be my actual pick, not the Hornets because they already kind of suck. <laughs> The team that I'm picking, I think, is has similar basis to what you said. I don't even know who's on the OKC Thunder anymore. Like, we were just talking about 10 trades. I don't know who's on there, who's gone. At one point, Ricky Rubio was there. I don't even know if he's there anymore. Uh, he went back to Minnesota. So it's just unbelievable. But um, they were an eight seed that went into the second round primarily because of Chris Paul, Steven Adams, and Dennis Schroeder. And none of those guys are there anymore. I don't even know who else is on the OKC. Apparently, a lot of people must be on there because they were in 10 trades. But, yeah, they're not going to be a playoff team for sure. I don't know if they're the one that falls off the most because when you're barely a playoff team, there's not much more to fall. But um, I can guarantee you they won't be in the playoffs, let alone make it to the second round like they did this past season. I, I think what happened was they were expecting to get a high draft pick, and they're like, oh, shit, our team is still decent enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. Then they're like, all right, screw it. Let's literally blow up everything so we can start doing like what Philly did when they got all these top draft picks, even though Philly didn't hit on them. Yeah. But they're just piling them up too, man. Like they traded Kelly Oubre at the last second here for a protected first round pick. Sure. But do you remember what the Wizards traded Kelly Oubre for when they let him go? Oh, yeah. They didn't get anything. They got shit for Kelly Oubre. And look at the Thunder. Trevor Ariza. Yeah. I just it shows you the difference in GMs. Yeah, no, yeah. He was back on the OKC, Trevor Ariza. <laughs> I'm yeah. a big fan of Trevor, man. I would have taken him for the Lakers. I liked it. Yeah, it, I mean, it was recent years he's found what he does best, right? He's that that shooter from the corner that everybody needs. A good three point shooter, plays good D. Um, we were talking about teams that basically stayed the same, like the Wizards. I think Portland Trailblazers. They always feel like Melo's back, baby. Melo's back. back. Ennis Cantor is back. Yeah, they got Ennis Cantor. They re-signed Rodney Hood, but like they didn't really improve. And like he looks so explosive, and they're just like missing that one piece. I'm so happy they brought Melo back. I'm happy Melo has a job, but like I like like one player, one or two just role players away from like really being able to make a make a push. And they couldn't get anybody. Unless I'm forgetting a big signing by them, I think for the most part their identity is the same, and they have a good identity. Like they're also say. going under the assumption that Melo played one of his better seasons in the in the past years. Like he he played pretty lights out. Um, they're going under the assumption he's going to play the same same level coming back this year. Yeah, I think we were talking about it right this um, during the postseason. There's something about Dame where he's just not afraid, and so like when you're not afraid of the big moments, you always have a shot. But it's always good to bring him some help. It looks like they got Derek Jones Jr. from Miami. Um, but yeah, they just they didn't have that much activity. Maybe they don't think they need it. 
but I was a person from the outside that at least thought they could use some help. Harry Giles from the Kings, one-year deal. Yeah, not much. Yeah. All right. That's NBA recap, free agency, and draft, unless you guys have any last notes. If not, we're going to talk. Falls agreed to a two-way contract with the Celtics. Who did what? Taco Falls agreed to a two-way contract with the Celtics. He's still in the league. I I want him to be good. He's like 18 feet tall. I want him to I want him to get on a roster and play. Because literally, think about it. He blocked the shit out of Zion. I'm just saying, he blocked the shit out of Zion. So yeah, I need to see. I need to see. I, I it's all fun and games, but I need to see some longer minutes and more consistency out of him. He always comes he, in. He doesn't even come in like when it matters. It's like either they've been blown out. Or they're blowing out, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. So he's coming in, he's swinging at everything, and he's shooting at everything. He has no worries about getting fouled out or anything. So I no, want to see him get some significant playing time. Let's see, is he, not is he really able to play? You know who's out there right now still that Washington should have signed, but a contender right now should actually also go sign before it's too late? Oh. A guy at one point who signed a four-year, almost $99 million contract at center. With the Miami Heat, ringing any bells? Right side, right side. Yeah, he's 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 dropped off considerably since that ninety-nine million dollar deal. He was with Portland last year, but dude, Hassan Whiteside is a number two center coming off the bench. I mean, he could even start. That's not a uh, bad guys, man. Like it was like it was like Whiteside, uh, Timmy Mozgov, like all these guys that got these fat contracts, and you're like, where are they now? Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't. I I don't think a, a team like the Wizards would draft. I, yeah, maybe a, maybe a a contender where he's your third guy off the bench. I mean, your second, in my opinion, because he just has shown that he can't. He's not efficient on the floor at this point. No, like, if I'm Washington, instead of giving Robin Lopez seven point five wow. million, I could give Hassan Whiteside half of that. Maybe, I can, to be honest. Maybe, I think maybe they should have. Uh, maybe they should have signed Michael Beasley with all the videos he's been putting up with John Wall. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get back in the league. Hassan Whiteside. I look at the Portland Trailblazers roster. He wouldn't make. I mean, this is why he's not signed. He's not going to make the team. He literally isn't going to make the team. He's twenty-seven million dollars. He got paid last year. What the fuck? Twenty-seven million. Oh, yeah, these guys, when when they were playing with LeBron, right? They play, they had an amazing uh, year and the postseason. So whether it was him, Timothy Mozgov, Tristan Thompson, all these guys, he he made them elite to a level where he set them up perfectly to excel, and they got their fat contracts. And then whether LeBron left or they left, they haven't done anything since. It's a shame. Yeah. And with that, we roll into the NFL, which Week 11 is in the books. They almost. We got one more game tonight, which is actually going to be a good one. The primetime games this past week have been awesome. I don't know if you guys stayed up for the uh, Chiefs Raiders, but that came down the stretch and I was well into my REM sleep by halftime. But um, that was a good game. It's a good game. We got Tampa going against, uh, anybody want to fill that in? Oh, the Rams, the Rams, the Rams. Right. I, I thought you froze again. No, no, the Rams, the Rams. <laughs> um, but yeah, what game stuck out? Washington somehow pulls off a win. I don't know who predicted that. Cowboys pulled off a W. I don't know who predicted that. I'll be honest. If Joe Burrow did not get injured, I feel like the Bengals would have won. They were losing before he got injured. But, yeah, once he did get injured, it was over. over. It was over. Yeah, and I feel bad for him. The news coming out, we were talking about it all earlier, ACL, MCL, and some structural damage. So, an end to his rookie season, unfortunately. 
I do want to say that I also called Washington just just on that. Uh, just want to throw that out there. Unfortunately. Now, now that we're on the topic, let's see what the records were from our selections last week because I think someone's in the lead now. So. All I know is on a weekly basis, Gogia needs to get his sheet audited because it was nowhere close to what it okay. should have been. I want to say this. It was not because of math. It was because of spelling. I didn't spell anything correctly. Uh, for, for Pete, I wrote Charger Chargers for one of them at one point. And then I wrote Chief for one of them. So he was all out here trying to get me, man. No, no, no. Never, never, never. All right, so who's, who has the right audit and who can we count on their numbers? No, we, we did it. We did it. We, we collaborated. It's a collaborative effort. All in the audit team. We're good. We're good to go. Yeah. All right. So well, give us from fourth place to first place. This week, there was a tie for fourth place. Three-way tie. Three-way tie? Yeah. Myself and Arash all got six correct. Yeah. And Jacko got seven correct. But. But. But this game, all three of us took the Bucks, and he he's got the Rams, so we <laughs> could technically have a four way tie. <laughs> this could be a four way tie. Um, so for the two weeks that we've been doing it, Pete is in fourth place with thirteen correct. Rashi at fourteen, and me and JK are both at sixteen. So that would also be the tiebreaker for overall at the moment. So right. we'll That's be watching. Not- I've realized I need to stop making emotional picks yeah. stop listening to Arash's bullshit stats and I will three in a row. Later. Who told you Seattle will not lose three in a row, JK? Who told you? <laughs> you? You told me that. You told me that. They won convincingly on Thursday night. The primetime games this past week were awesome. Um, but all right, we got some big games coming up, but let's recap a couple of the games from last week. Any games stuck out to you guys? Pete mentioned Dallas winning. Um, Washington won and the Eagles lost with Giants on the bye. That means every team in our division has three wins tied for first and simultaneously tied for last. That's what the <laughs> does, right? Usually they, someone will pull away, then they'll take three losses in a row, but they're doing exactly what we expect every year. It's a toss up, whether they all have six wins or three wins, it doesn't matter. It's always comes down to a toss up. Well, I guess technically I, Eagles are in the lead, right? They have the one tie. Got the tie right? I want to say this. They're all, they're all fighting for last place. I, it's not fighting for first place. Everyone's fighting for last place the way they're playing. It just happens to be that someone gets to go to the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. I looked at the remaining schedule for Washington. They are not going to win another game the rest of the year. Yes. It's six losses in a row. There's yes. a chance they'll win. Yeah, I want us to lose. Fail to the... Actually, the next game we play is uh, Washington, so I don't well, know. Well, I didn't realize until I turned on the TV yesterday that Dalton is back. I still thought you guys were rolling with the other quarterback. As did I. I thought we were, too, because he looked good the, the prior week. So I thought we yeah. were rolling, but then Dalton came in. He didn't look bad, so. No. Wait, Dalton's out the concussion. He was out because he was on the COVID list, I thought. That's what I thought ha- ended up happening. He ended up going on the COVID list afterwards. Oh, Okay. I, well, I, thought was, I definitely thought he was out for some reason, but he's back and that offense looked competent. Yeah. So, so I give, Lamb, man, wow. he had one hell of a touchdown grab. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. Uh, I, it, was thrown, it was thrown in the end zone. He literally was like parallel, turned his body to catch a touchdown. It was it's one of the one of the like best catches I've seen. One of the best catches I've seen this season so far. Not better than the Odell catch. No, no, I said one no. of them. I said this season. catch was pretty nice. Jordan Reed has had some nice. Jordan Reed has one of the nicest catches this season. Jordan Reed has hands. That's one of the biggest shames. He doesn't have a head anymore because of all those concussions. 
Yeah. Him. Man is a shame because he's got the talent. He flicked the guy and he's got to go into concussion protocol. <laughs> yeah, he is made of glass. Like, honestly, I'm at this point where, like, if he, like, hurts anything other than concussion, it's a win at this point. I'm just, like, no concussion, no concussion, anything else. It's okay. It's okay. I think uh, one of the other one of the other games, uh, so the Chiefs Raiders, you know, while Arash was in REM sleep, uh, it didn't matter. Like, watching the Chiefs, if they left a little bit of time, they were going to come back, and you knew exactly what was going to happen, that Patrick Mahomes was going to charge down the field and get the game-winning touchdown, which they did. Um, Man, it was it was good. Uh, it was a, that was a fun game to watch. But in the end, uh, if you leave any time on the board, he's he's becoming one of those elite scorers where you can take over and uh, yeah, he's worth you know. There's no stopping him. Uh, the Tennessee Baltimore game I thought was a great matchup. Two six and three teams. Game went to overtime in Tennessee with the what I thought was an upset win. Um, crazy ass game, and we saw PJ Walker, right, the XFL quarterback, take over. For Carolina, they didn't even let Detroit score. That was impressive. We were completely wrong on that uh, pick. We all were, were more worried about whether Teddy or uh, yeah, it was Bridgewater, right? We're like, I don't know. And PJ Walker, like I said, I was like, we're gonna see whether he translates over to the NFL or XFL is just so far removed from the NFL it doesn't even matter. He's he killed it. Yeah. He played really well. I think New England is done, right? They just lost to a two-win Houston team. Um, you can pretty much stick the fork in them. Their season's pretty much over. I, I asked this last week, but now with that happening, what happens to Cam? Like, what? Like, it's not all on Cam because there's no line, there's no defense, and there's no playmakers, but he's also not looking healthy. Like, yeah. his arm looks like it's just flailing out there. Like, no, the Patriots lost the running back, right? Tony Seal. They lost Burkhead, but they've had this yeah. Harris guy playing well. Sony Michelle just got taken off the IR. Yeah, they always play the committee, but yeah. No, it, it's not. To be honest, it's not really a committee. It is. Da- if they're running, it's Damien Harris. If yeah, they're yeah. going, it's the other guys. Yeah, or it's Cam Newton running for his the, life. Um, I mean, even Harris, right? He had eleven carries. So I mean, I get. I mean, I guess they weren't really running much, but yeah. Yeah, they didn't run much. But, like, Cam – I agree with Gogia. It's, it doesn't seem like it's Cam's fault all the time. And, like, he looks – like, he had this one pass. If, I don't know if you've watched the game or saw the highlights. Go look at the highlights. You'll see this one pass from Cam to Myers, literally on a dime, 50-yard touchdown pass. Like, it wasn't one of those plays where the receiver catches it and he makes a place to get into the end zone. He caught it in the end zone, and Cam had, gave it everything he had. It was a beautiful pass. And so you see plays like that, and you're like, Cam still got it. But then you look at their record and their four wins. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he put up to three, almost 370 yards, right? He had a touchdown, but no interceptions. So, yeah, you're right. It's not like he's not doing things, but. He played a good game. They just lost by seven. What if Cam comes to Washington next year? Huh? Very possible. I think Cam comes to Washington. And so then basically someone should tell him his career is over. Washington <laughs> will have three quarterbacks next season. It depends on if you think. No, I, I don't think I don't think they draft quarterback because they're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. Okay. One. Number two. You don't want Justin Fields from um, I don't. Ohio State University. I don't want to touch Ohio State quarterbacks with a ten foot stick, bro. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So, number two, like they're they got a solid defense. They they got familiarity with Cam. And on top of that, like you do, like you don't have enough weapons on your team 
to keep like Alex Smith as your quarterback. You need a quarterback that can make plays. Even though Cam has not constantly been doing it this season, the fact that he has familiarity with the system will allow him and Kyle Allen to be the quarterback and backup next season. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I think I agree with you if they don't draft one. They may reach and draft one, especially I, if a team that doesn't make the playoffs. In the they're going to reach and they're going to draft either Trey Lance from North Dakota or they're going to take the guy from BYU, Zach something. I'm forgetting his name. They're going to do something like that, and we're it's going to be a Daniel Jones situation. Watch. And we're going to be in the same goddamn situation next year. And we're going to be in the Dwayne Haskins situation all over again. It's just bad when – you signed a rookie quarterback with your first round pick and already before his second year of his five-year contract is up, you already know you're moving on from him. Like that just sucks. I mean, it's better, than, it's better than being the Giants and not realizing you should probably move on. Should they? I don't know. Daniel Jones looks decent. Listen, they're not that good. <laughs> Daniel Jones is undefeated against Washington. And if you play Washington two times a year, that's a good reason to keep your guy. Um, we're going to see. Jones is like 4-0 against Washington, and then like yeah, – I think he only has one other win. against everybody else. Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. It shows you how bad Washington is. All right, I, I've, I've been wanting to get to this game that happened last Sunday just so I can rub it in each of your faces because Denver defeats your 6-3 and three Miami Dolphins with Tua Tangovola. And – not only did he beat Tua, Tua got benched. He couldn't even finish the game, not because of injury or any other reason other than playing shitty. Why what do you have to say about that? What do, you, what do you mean you want to rub that in our face? You also picked the Dolphins the way. I picked the Dolphins, but I've been saying for a few weeks now, I'm not sold on Tua, even though he's been playing great. Uh, first of all, I've kind of been in your pocket as that too. I've been saying that even when it came down between, it was Herbert versus him, right? I was like, I still think Herbert's better. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting. Because I was reading that, I was like, oh, okay, did he get hurt or whatever? And they're like, no, due to just performance issues, why we benched him, but he still just started going next game. Right, which I think is the right decision. If you're that coach, you do still play with him. You're six and four, but I've been saying he's been looking more lucky than good lately, and I haven't been sold on him, and that was a bad game for him. Um also a bad loss for Miami. Like if you're trying to compete this year, you're six and three, have the chance to go seven and three, and you're playing a Denver team that's three wins as well. Um, you just lost opportunity on that one. That was definitely a very bad loss for Miami. That proved to me that they're not going to catch the Bills. I don't, I don't think it's going to be possible for them to catch the Bills. Yeah, they really might not. Um, they needed that one. They do play the Jets next week. That helps them out. Count that as a seventh win for them. Um, but yeah, they just needed this one. They play Cincinnati the week after. No Joe Burrow. Okay, so now they're at eight and four. So their schedule plays in their favor, I guess, um, which is lucky for them. But again, this was another win you could have had, it. and you need to rack them up when you're playing uh, the Bills in your division. After that, they got Kansas City. Count that as a loss. After that, they got New England. Okay, maybe a win. So again, yeah, their schedule plays in their favor. Maybe we see them. Uh, maybe we don't. And the Bills got a hard schedule. Do they? they? Don't necessarily have a cakewalk for the rest of the year. Okay. Like they still got to play the Steelers. You know, um, they I got uh, the season with Raiders and Bills. I mean, it's going to come down to Week Seventeen for Dolphins and the Bills. 
it's one game. One game separates them. It's yeah, okay. Three games. It's not. It's not over per se. What I mean, I don't like. I what I've said about Tua is I don't think he's exceptional. I think he's smart. And everyone, everyone has bad games. I'm not gonna be like, oh man, this guy sucks now. Like, I always go back to Peyton Manning's first season. He threw like 23 interceptions. Like, turned out to be what he is. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Tua is that. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying, eh, one bad game, it's okay. Sorry. Yeah. The Chargers got a good defense. I, I agree with you, but he hasn't. It's just like we haven't seen the signs of it either, right? So we're just—he's kind of no man's land. He could go. He could tilt towards the side of being better. He could maybe fold and not be great. We don't know. Always remember, Mark Sanchez's rookie year, he played great for like two straight seasons. Yeah. Remember, Mark Sanchez is also butt fumble. I just want to throw that all out. Hey, I do think that he is, you know, he is a smart quarterback, and I think he's got the skill sets to excel. Um, and I'm just obviously translating over from college. Like, you know, he's been in that system, uh, a successful system, and he kind of held his spot for a while. So I think, you know, mentally, I think he's good for it. It's just we got to see how he grows as a player. Um, yeah. But I, if he, I think if he's about to do it, he can do it. We'll just have to see. They're technically the ninth team in the AFC right now, right behind the Ravens, who I think we should talk about next, and their downfall. I've and, been saying it for the whole year, man. They're slipping, and they play the Steelers this Thanksgiving. That's over. That's an L, too. Yeah, unless that's like a huge upset for the ages. They're, they're, they're falling. Yeah. People have figured out Lamar, the former MVP who looked unstoppable last year. People have figured him out, um, which is exactly what happens sometimes. Kaepernick, same thing, right? Like the year with 49ers when they were going to the Super Bowl, just on primetime games every week, and they looked unstoppable. And then yet the next year, teams figured him out. Yep. Who called it? That's fine. It's not over yet. His career ain't over. Here's a year two. They got Steelers and Dallas. Um, they, can still, they can still very much they, look at this. They have, like you're saying, Steelers, it's a loss, fine. Cowboys, you want to give them that loss? Give them that loss. The Browns, that I, I don't know, that's in the middle of my, my seven opinion. and three. So impressive. I don't yeah. know if they're that good, but they have seven wins. Fair. Then the Jags, Bengals, and Ravens, uh, Giants, those are three, those are three very, very. Easy wins. I'm happy they have those three. Yeah. So they should at least end with nine wins, if not maybe one more. Um, if you end up with a 10 and six season, you didn't have a bad season. You just didn't have number one seed season. If I'm a team in the AFC that's going to be in the playoffs, I want to somehow get myself to be playing Cleveland in the first round because Cleveland has seven wins. They're going to get a few more, but they, they don't look good to me. Um, this week, look, they look bad against the Texans and they look bad against the Eagles. Not bad, but they didn't look great against them. Baker, Baker. Threw, not Baker. Uh, what's it called? Baker didn't score, throw a touchdown. All right, that's what I'm saying. Baker didn't throw a touchdown. So what are you what are you scared of? You know what I mean? They played down to their competition. They very much do. I'm looking. I'm trying to go back, and Baker hasn't thrown a touchdown in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Look at quarterback doesn't throw a touchdown for two weeks. At least Lamar is throwing touchdowns still. All yeah. right. Baking shit. Come on, Baker. What the fuck is this? He's doing too many commercials. That's what the problem is. I've been saying this is last year. He's doing too many, too many damn commercials. I'd rather have Lamar than Baker right now. Yeah. I also would. I'd also rather have Aaron Rodgers, but somehow he lost an unbelievable game. Um, that was an awesome game. If you guys watched it, it went to overtime. And – 
you just got to feel bad for um, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, man. At one second, he makes an unbelievable, like, Hail Mary 50-yard catch. And then the next second, you're in overtime and you cost your team the game. Like, the range of emotions you must experience. What was also crazy was, I think, uh, right before the end of regulation, right, where they almost got a sack. They thought it was a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That was close. That yeah. was – I was like – Jesus, that game was just interesting, yeah. That was fun. And, like, the Colts, somehow, like, another team kind of like Cleveland, at least in my opinion, where they have the wins that indicate they're good, but I just I don't think they're that good. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. They got the wins. Um, they're not leading their, comp- their division, right? They're not. Oh, they are. Technically, they are. They're well, in their division, right? Texans. Uh, Titans. That's there's that's our competition. Mm. They're technically above them. I guess they must have won the head. It's because they beat them on the head to head. Yeah. I'm also just remembering now the Ravens game. They won. They took it to overtime and they lost on that Derrick Henry run. Right touchdown. Yeah, hell of a game. Yeah. Damn. Feel bad for Lamar, man. Still feel bad for him. Uh, by the way, I gotta. When we were talking about MVP talks. I got a – we did not talk about Pat Mahomes. And I don't know how he missed that. Well, I think he was on bye week, right? So he may have escaped our memory. Because I already said Russell Wilson is going to win. It didn't matter to bring anyone else up. And he's still going to win. So it don't even matter. Honestly. Russell Wilson is not winning the – he already lost the MVP. Well, Patrick Mahomes should probably thank us because the, what, we we ignored him and forgot about him, and we jinxed Russell Westbrook. Reversing him and jinxed Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, because um, ever since we made that prediction that Russell Wilson would win, he's been playing like shit, and Patrick Mahomes has been lighting it up. Yeah, so it's pretty funny, but yeah, definitely can't forget Mahomes. And I wonder if he wins now. Um, they're nine and one. It doesn't look like they're losing anytime soon. And now that Russell Wilson's kind of out of the picture, there's no one really else to consider. Exactly. Russell Wilson. I mean, you could argue Ben Roethlisberger. True. You can argue Roethlisberger and yes, Bills down less yards and more interceptions. I'm gonna tell you something. If the Bills can take down the Steelers in their game, Josh Allen is a real candidate. If they can somehow pull that shit off. He's mm-hmm. a real candidate. It, at the end of the day, it's just about how many wins you have as a quarterback. It doesn't matter how you uh, how you did it. No, but like when the Bills are winning, it's because Josh Allen is playing amazing. Also, Stefan Diggs is playing amazing, but that's because Josh Allen's playing amazing. So I understand your it, what you're saying, JK. It totally makes sense, except for if you just didn't have uh, Patrick Mahomes in the picture, right? Like right now, that just doesn't trump that. You got it. You got it. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna. I'm excited. Well, Patrick Mahomes was on bye week for the rest of the season. Maybe you got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we go to week twelve and get our predictions on paper? Let's do it. I gotta put in my earplugs every time Arash talks. I'm gonna get this week. All right. I got you guys. Hold on. Uh, what happened? Oh, my propaganda. The screen just got dark. Hold on. I've got my. I've got my sheet set up for the audit this time. Go gear. So we'll be good. I got Stop. you. Don't worry. You don't need to do that. I'm going to type it properly. Okay. Don't worry. All right. Rush. Texans, Lions. I don't know what happened to the Lions, man. Like, they just went quiet. They didn't have DeAndre Swift, but I'm surprised. I'm going Texans. 
Texans. I am taking the Texans as well. Wait, did they? They lost this week, right? They won. They beat the Patriots. Oh, yeah, they won. I, they the I'm going to go with the Lions. Okay. Someone's going to be like different that. here. All right. Injury. All right, I'm going to go with Pete this time. Washington Cow- and the Cowboys. Who you got? Uh, Cowboys going to be dumb and pick off a W. So we'll this take is it. a sweep. We all know we're picking Dallas. It's going to be Cowboys. Yeah, me too. I, I'm not. I'm not going to argue the that. Cowboy, the Redskins. Every time they play on Thanksgiving, they always want to give me disappointment. So something to not be thankful for, right? It'll be a bittersweet W where I'm like, thanks for nothing, but I guess I can talk shit to all you guys on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm blocking your number for a little while. Uh, Steelers. Other methods of communication, don't worry. Yeah, we're just going to knock on my door, aren't you? Uh, Steelers, Ravens. We all got the Steelers. Is that what's happening? Another sweep. We're about to get a lot of these wrong. Yeah, you know what? I I wanted to kind of go with the Ravens, but I just remembered that they have a COVID problem. Both of their running backs have tested positive for COVID. You think Mm -hmm. that they are going to be out, and who knows however many other players are going to be out. And on a shortened week, which sucks because they play on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Chargers of Bills. I believe it is in LA. Get Raiders Falcons before that. Huh? Get Raiders Falcons, dog. It's further down the list for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bills, for sure. Sweep. Bills. Pull out the sweep. Guys, this isn't even fun anymore. We're all going to have the same record. <laughs> I hope that my um, I hope that the Lions win. Colts and Titans rematch for the division. Dun, 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 dun. This is a big one. I'm not going to go first on this one. I'm going Colts. Titans. I'm taking Titans. Arash, you go first. I'm also going to go Colts. <laughs> I'm going to go Titans. Hey, man, they, 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 they barely beat the Ravens. I'm just saying. They barely beat them. So are you going with Colts? I did go with the Colts. I am pumped up with going with Colts there. They're going to be the, the fluky team in the playoffs that is going to look good and then shit the bed with Phil Rivers. They impressed huh? We just got to watch for Phil Rivers because he got injured at the end of that game. And so I reserve – he probably will play. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Panthers, Vikings, Teddy Bridgewater going back to Minnesota. What are you all thinking? Is Bridgewater going to be playing? Oh, shit. That's a good question. I hope not. P.J. Tucker laid it up. Bridgewater's playing fine. He's, not, he's been playing fine. Bad. I'm not a huge fan of Bridgewater, and I'm very disappointed in the Vikings. They had a chance to go 5-5, five and five, and they let the stupid Cowboys get a win. Um, I'm going with the Panthers regardless of who the quarterback is. I will also go with the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Bounce back from taking that L from the Cowboys. I am doing the same Vikings for me as well. Browns, Jack. Adam Thielen on the COVID list. Does he have it or is he? No, like, he's just on. He has not tested positive. He's just on the COVID watch list. Because Mark Ingram and what's his name? Um, John, both positive. So, okay, cool. Uh, Browns, Jack. Um, Rosh, let's start with you because you're on the Salomon. Sweep it, Browns. Sweep it. Anyone disagree? No one's picking the one in nine Jags to win anything. Even when they win something, you won't feel bad that you didn't pick them. That's fair. <laughs> Ooh, Giants, Bengals. 
This is the actually sweep it. There's no Joe Burrow, man. What are they gonna do? You see how bad Finley looked when he came. Have in? you seen how bad the Giants are though? No, Giants are good. Giants actually have a good. Yeah, go get if you want the Bengals, I'll give it to you. Just take them. No, I don't want them, but I'm just thinking it's not gonna be that easy for the Giants. The Giants aren't good. I think they're gonna steamroll the Bengals, with the quarterback. All right, I don't think it's gonna be a steamroll. I do think they're gonna win, but I don't. I think you're gonna find out how bad they are. There's so play. many of these sweeps this week. There's this so week many. is a sweeping week. Keep the broom out. All right, Cardinals pass. Cardinals pass. Yeah, sweep it. Cardinals. Just keep that sweeping motion going. Who's really going with the pats? Real talk. Actually. If you give me two wins, if I get it right, I'll go with the Pats. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. That's not how that works. Yeah, are the Dolphins going to lose again, Rush? Is Tua not the real deal? Guys, tell me. Are we going for the sweep of the Dolphins? <laughs> sweep them. Sweep them. The Jets are not winning. I want the Jets to play the Jags. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'd be so impressed if Adam Gates somehow convinces that um, management to let him keep his job after going 0 and 16. Yo, if he keeps his job after this, I'm going to apply for that job. I'm going to apply for it because honestly, I think that week I worked at Target, I learned just as much about football as he did in the NFL. Well, he must have already sold them on the thought. Like, he must have been like, hey, we're in development. This is going to be a bad year. But, like, watch us incrementally improve. I don't know. I don't know what he said, no, but he, he must have convinced them. Somehow he stuck around, right? He, something happened, yeah. No, what he's going to what he told them is, listen, there are going to be as many people in the stands as there normally are. So don't worry. The numbers aren't going down. <laughs> that may be the reason. I knew he was going to stay the same. <laughs> All right, Raiders, Falcons. Is it Raiders hold across the board? I'm going Raiders. Huh? I'm going Raiders. He's going Raiders. Pete, you're going Raiders? Yeah. I'm going to go Raiders as well, only because you were going against Taysom Hill in a makeshift offense, and your offense could only score nine points with all of its weapons. Julio Jones apparently is injured after that game. I can't trust the Falcons. Falcons suck, dude. They suck. All right, we all went Raiders, I assume. Saints, Broncos. Broncos come off a win. Saints. Very impressive win. There's no way Drew Brees is playing. Taysom Hill played very well. What if Jameis Winston plays? I don't know. No, why would they? I would, yeah, why would they do that? Ryan it's funny be because if you heard reports like on Sunday, I think, they were saying that some players inside the locker room wanted Jameis to play. And, like, Sean Payton wouldn't get persuaded. Like, he wouldn't allow that uh, to change his decision. And, like, Sean Payton's a dude, like a smart smart genius, man. Because I'm sure that pressure gets hard to ignore when your players are, like, that noise is coming out of your locker room. But Hill was the right option. Are we going to the sweep here? Sweep it. Wait, who's the sweep? The Broncos or the Saints? Saints. Saints. Okay, okay I'm cool. I'm just making sure. All right. Okay, Rams 49ers. Rams got it. This is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Sunday at 425 is the game of the week. Chiefs Bucks. Okay, fine. We'll get now we get to figure out who thinks what. This is a hell of a game. 
Chiefs nine and one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers seven and three at Tampa Bay, home court advantage. And Tampa Bay is one of the stadiums that is allowing um, fans in yep. the stands. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Game I don't want to go first. I don't either. I'm curious. I've got my pick, but it I'm really comes down to tonight to me, huh? I'm going Bucks. Why? What happened to? They're not good at all. They suck. What happened to MVP Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. I'm going Bucks. Damn, that's big. Only because I'm also going Bucks, and I want it to be the exception. I did too, but damn, now I, I think I'm going Chiefs to be the exception. Yeah, it's all a numbers game, so I need to catch up here. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. <laughs> so you guys both wanted to go Bucks, but you guys went. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was I was gonna ride the Patrick Mahomes, but if everyone was gonna pick Patrick Mahomes, then I was gonna flip it. I I was doing the same. I was doing the same thing. I'm I'm playing it for the numbers right now, and I'm taking the flip. So what are you going? You're going Chiefs. Going Chiefs as well. But I also think so you and JK with the Bucks, and we got me and Gogia with the Chiefs. Yeah. All right. Bears, Packers. You got to go Packers, even though they lost to uh, the Colts. Like, they look so good. You're. I want to see one team. I don't even think that the Bears have designated who. These last two games are both sweeps. We're all four going with the Bears, and we're all four going with the Seahawks. Yeah. Dude, you never know the Eagles can just show up all of a sudden. Alshon's back. Compared to last this past week, having all these great primetime games, the Sunday night game's a blower next week, and the Monday night game's a blower. At I least we have Thursday night. They should have flexed the Chiefs-Bucks game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, how do you not flex that game? The thing is, because that's a Fox game, right? Like, 425 is a Fox channel slot, and, like, they're not going to give that game up to go to game of the week. Yeah. They should realistically put the Ravens Steelers on Monday night, right? Washington Cowboys Thursday night. Nice. You know, it's a shitty yeah. game. The Cowboys have to play on Thursday. Yeah, but you put it during the day. Who wants to watch that? But that's the first game. So no one needs to watch it. Huh? No, do it at the four o'clock time where everyone's eating and wants to sleep. The Washington game? Yeah. Put it at a time that no one gives a shit anymore. That is where it's at. I think the first Thanksgiving game is always the one that kind of gets overlooked. Not, not everyone's at the TV yet. It's still a little bit early. The Everyone's next- still playing their Thanksgiving football. I mean, maybe this year everyone watches it because of COVID, but. Right. Yeah. That's true. All right, boys. We went with 12 sweeps for this week. That's what I'm saying. It's not as exciting of a week 12 as week 11 was. I feel like Thanksgiving weeks are always kind of shitty, like, to be honest. Like, first of all, all the Thanksgiving games were like, Always like the lion. Why do the lions have to play? What did they do to earn this right to always play? Definitely, yeah, it's like Thanksgiving Day football is like all right. Like, my favorite is more so Christmas basketball is where it's at. Oh, can't wait for that. That will be more exciting to be honest. That'll be more exciting to be honest. Um, dude, I'm just gonna do a parlay since we're so since we're so like um, confident. We have four people that believe the same thing. I mean, we can't be wrong. Right, so I'm gonna do a parlay. Twenty dollars, give me like eight thousand dollars. Let's go. Go, <laughs> put it in with me. I'll go another forty. I was kind of kidding, but um, all right, we'll talk about it. I can probably set it up. We can do it. We can do a parlay. Let's see what happens. Well, if, we're, if, we're, if we're going off our past performance, every time we pick a sweep, we've been 
pretty yeah. much wrong. So. I'm picking the opposite of what we pick. Yeah. <laughs> Either I'm winning this game or I'm winning the opposite and put 20 on what we picked and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I should put on both. Yeah, you're right. I'll put 10 on each. See what yeah, put 10 on each and see what happens. We're going to get one wrong, one like flipped in all of them and we're going to lose all, all our damn money. It sucks. It's already sucks. Breaking news coming in right now. If you have your phones in front of you. What's up? The Trump administration informs Joe Biden they will begin formal transition process. I... I, this is not a political podcast, so I will not go too much into it, but yay. We continue to be America. Yay. We continue to be America. Let's go. All right, boys. Great episode. Um, may the Washington football team continue to surprise lose. us. No, lose. I don't know. What's the point of going to playoffs? I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I don't know what I want. You're the know. one that says this. What's the point if you're not going to win the Super Bowl? I know, but we're in the we're tied for the division. Yeah, and then you're gonna you think you're gonna make you're gonna think you're gonna win a game in the playoffs? No, you well, can't win a game in the regular everyone season. Everyone will want to play the first. I mean, whoever wins our division, we're gonna be the division that everybody wants to play that first round because it's basically a free ride to the second round. So why do you want to be that team? Why yeah, not? I guess you're right. There's no real benefit other than just momentum, maybe. But yeah, you're right. Momentum, momentum. We're gonna go. Well, I told you. I looked at the remaining schedule. We're losing. Oh yeah, we're losing six games in a row unless somebody drops the ball. The we Eagles should... are winning this thing because of their tie. All the, the teams. No, are... Eagles look bad. Eagles look real bad. Have you shown me anyone in this division that looks good? I, I'll bet you. I bet you. The Giants win the division. I bet you the Cowboys win the division. I bet you the Giants win the division. Let's each pick a team. I got. I got Cowboys. He got Giants. You got Wash. You said Eagles. Pete, you got Washington. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather take Washington. I'm not dying on this. Okay, team. let's do this. Go Gia. Yeah. You take Eagles. I'll take Dallas. If one of our teams win, we win, obviously. If neither of our teams win, neither of us win. So if Giants and Washington wins, neither of us win. Hold on one second. I need to see the schedule. I That's if you it. think it's Eagles. If you don't think it's Eagles, then it's fine. I don't know who the schedule is. If they're playing like the Saints, the Bucks, and like – Whatever, then it's impossible. They're playing Seattle next week. We just saw that. Oh, okay, hold on. Eagles, never mind. This, they're not going to the playoffs. They're playing the Seahawks, pay, um, uh, Packers, Saints, Cardinals. There's no way they're winning those four games. I never cracked my statement. Look at the Cowboys' remaining schedule because oh, they're sorry. about to go I, on a run. My bad. I picked the Giants first. The Giants play the Bengals, Seahawks, Browns, Cardinals, Ravens, Cowboys. That's also That's not the good. Giants? Yeah, they're not going to win it either. They're going to beat the Bengals. That's one. Good job. Now you have. Tell me the Cowboys schedule. Washington, Ravens, Bengals, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, uh, Giants. That's four wins right there. That's four wins. They end the record with seven total wins. That's a play. That's your playoff division winner right there. I actually now agree with you, man. I actually agree with you now. Now that looking at that, I was just making the assumption. With all things equal. Everything but. just always works out for the Dallas Cowboys. It's oh, like, this is great. They're going to win these games. They're going to get a shitty draft pick. And Dak won't want to come back, but they can't draft a quarterback. Um, yeah, Michael Gallup is going to punch Amari Cooper in the face. It's all going to come crumbling down. I can't wait. Yes, that is good news. All right. Awesome. I'm happy now. <laughs> I'm glad that happened. All right, y'all. Please follow us on Twitter. Yo, our Twitter's been active lately. And – People shit. have been responding. Like people have yeah. been noticing. That's good. Like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> <laughs>
mostly negative, but they've responded. <laughs> but we're getting responses, right? <laughs> all credit is good. All press is good press. Exactly. Agreed. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts. Wherever it is, hit subscribe and download. Automatic download. Do that shit. RIP KB24. Rest in peace, Sean. RIP my liver. <laughs> All right, peace. Please. Peace. Oh, Raj.